guess what? I got a fever. And the only prescription is more cowbell. Episode 80. The moon with the rebel base will be in range in 30 minutes. 30 minutes. Every time Catherine revved up the microwave, I'd piss my pants and forget who I was for a half hour or so. It's 30 minutes away. I'll be there in 10. I'll be there in 10. Is this a five-minute argument or a full half hour? You have 30 minutes to move your car. Your car. You have 30 minutes to move your cube. Your cube. You are listening to a half hour wasted. Still mad I wasn't there to defend Fight Club. And now, here are your hosts, Brad Milo and Frank A. Rincon. Batman The Dark Knight is the worst movie I have ever seen in my life, Brad. Here's what, I walk into that, I walk into, I don't know what was going on. They're singing nothing but the songs. I don't, Pierce Brosnan, for some reason, is playing Batman, and he's not even in All right, his, all right, all right. I know what, what I know what happened. What? You were, you weren't watching Batman, The Dark Knight. You were watching Mamma Mia. Oh. You were in the wrong theater, dork face. I was so I was wondering why there was nothing but just just uh, a whole bunch of women in there and oh my gosh, Brad! I'm so glad to hear that because I really thought I was just I thought I was watching the worst movie ever made. I mean, why would Batman sing? You know, sing. Was there anybody dressed like Batman in that movie? No, uh, but there were a whole bunch of guys in in uh, in white jumpsuits and women in white jumpsuits and, uh, and well, that should you know, have been a dead giveaway. Yeah, I guess you're right. But luckily, the next night, I went to the right theater and saw Good. it. I did, too. And, yes. And actually, oh, by the way, this is a half hour wasted. I'm Frank. I'm Brad. And uh, Frank we're, is coming to you via Skype. Yeah, we're we're Skyping it in this evening. See how I and, did that? Uh, Instead of phoning it in, we're Skyping it in. We're Skyping it in. One reason is that... Um, the weekend got away from us, and and this show is actually a day late. We apologize for that. Or a dollar short, or both. And a day late. Actually, but, uh, if we, no, it'll be, it'll be published on on a Monday, just late in the day. So oh, Brad, way to go. Technically, we won't be uh, a day late. Hang on, let me take a, a swig of my Rutger Hauer. Hang on a second. Oh dang it. Mm. All I have is my little. All I have is my little Debbie's. Oh, little Debbie, I love you. Little Debbie, I love you. Are you your uh, Meryl Streep? <laughs> Actually, I'm eating a little Debbie snack cake while I'm at home. Which kind? Mm. What kind? Oh, it's the it's the peanut butter wafer, chocolate peanut butter wafer. Oh yeah, those are good. Mm, those are good. Hey, Brad, who sponsors us? Discount Comic Book Service. Is, is our sponsor, and because of the audio situation, you know, we're like 100 episodes in, uh, not yet, but we're closing in on 100 episodes in, mm-hmm. and we're still flying by the seat of our pants with the Good. audio, and I don't have the music queued up because we're Skyping it in, and I'm just really frustrated with the audio setup, but you know what? Well, here, Brad, I'll do, I'll do the background music, okay. All right, that's good. 
keep going. Discount Comic Book Service is the world's premier. <laughs> is that is that throwing you off? No, keep going. I like is the world's premier online comic book mail order service. Go to DCBService.com. You can save much, much of your money and either buy food with it or buy more comic books. Either way. <laughs> I'm running out of noises. Just right. keep going. DCBService.com and check out their sister website, InStockTrades.com. Uh, it's awesome. I love InStock Trades and DCBS. I got my DCBS today. Oh, me too. In fact, we should talk about what what we got in, in those orders. I got, the, but uh, uh, yeah, thank you, DCBS. Remember the interview we did, or that you did, um, with uh, David Malky, and he does the Wondermark uh, comic strips. Yes, yes, he takes those old vintage comic strips that are public domain, and then puts a new spin on them, puts a plays with them and stuff. Kind of Monty Python-ish a little yeah. bit. Yeah, um, I got my Wondermark hardcover in the in my order today it's called beards of our forefathers and it was a steal right i mean how much did yeah, you get that a, for it was well 15 dollar cover price and i'm sure i got it at a discount of some kind but um it's really really funny you guys should go to wondermark is it wondermark.com tell you what, i will check that out yeah. for you right now while you talk about it check them if you got them it's 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 amazing what he does with these things He'll just take them and, and twist them on their head, and, and I wish I had it with me, but I left it at work. It is wondermark.com. I'll put that in the show notes. Yeah. Um, you guys, and it, it really needs to be seen to be appreciated. Yes, it does. And um, when I when I heard that interview you did, of course, I wasn't there for that. Where was that? Was that at Staple? That was at Staple yeah, in Austin. Staple. When I heard that, I thought, oh, you know, I'm a co-host. I better check out these websites of, of what... You know Frank's uh, talking about you know so I did and uh, absolutely fell in love with Wondermark. It's really funny. It yeah. uh, the website updates Tuesdays and Fridays, but they've got an archive and you can you can click random and it'll bring up random ones or you can read them all in order. It's really really funny stuff. And yes, you're right. It is hard to describe. You just have to look at it. Yes, I mean, think think Monty Python. Yeah, they're like three uh, or four, three or four panel strips. You know, like you might find in the Sunday paper or the weekday paper, or whatever. Really funny. Hey, before we go any further, um, we need to give a personal thank you to two of our listeners, Brad. Yeah, yeah we do. Uh, Big Jim, Honey M, and Big Jim. Yeah, that's right. They recently uh, just gave us a donation, probably because of your belly aching, Brad, about that about the sound, um, about the software we've been uh, you've been using. It was I can't um, I can't read the comment that, that um, Johnny M included with his donation because this is an all ages show. <laughs> uh, it was funny. I seem to remember uh, uh, laughing at it. Yeah, but uh, uh, but thank you both to Johnny M and Big Jim from Canada. Uh, um, guys, that is, is just so incredibly appreciated. Uh, when when I found out about them, I was just like, I was flabbergasted. And thank you guys. Thank you so much. Very generous. Together, their donations uh, were uh, totaled more than the cost of that software program. So rest assured, are you still there, Frank? Yes, right here. My computer screen just went blank. What hmm. in the world? Oh, my DVD player kicked in for some reason. That's odd. What? Yeah, I don't know why. Uh, well, 
I am still here. Okay. And I'm and you were saying? Yeah, we're good. And now it's back. Everything's fine with the world. Um, what I was saying is the two of those donations together uh, gave us a little extra money in the slush fund, so we'll be able to um, use that to pay our Libsyn bill. Libsyn bill. We can also buy batteries uh, for yeah. the iRiver and... Well, you're always in need of cables and stuff like that, thank it you seems. So. Thank you very much for that, guys. Thank you. You have made us... Uh, uh, this. Thank you. Thank you so much. Speaking That's... of, of uh, Johnny M. Johnny he left, M. He left us a voicemail back in uh, mid-June. Let's play it. Okay. What's up, Ray and Frank? Johnny M. So, uh, just got out of the Hulk. Court Sunday afternoon showing. Uh, very good. I liked it. I was definitely entertained. Um, I thought the opening credits origin was genius. Kept everything moving. Everybody knows the origin of the Hulk. We don't need 45 minutes of it. So that worked out. I liked the way they kept the Hulk in the shadows in the uh, beginning in that soda bottling scene right in the beginning. They keep him in the shadows. Don't get a good look at him. That's quality filmmaking. Uh, I thought it was good. I liked E, uh, what's his name, Roth. Tim Roth? Yeah, I liked Tim Roth as Blonsky. I thought that was great. Didn't really love the abomination. It didn't look quite right to me. But uh, all in all, pretty entertaining. I think Marvel is two for two this summer. And I think the pressure is building for the Dark Knight. They're going to have to deliver big time, which I think they will. But we shall see. Happy belated birthday to the old man. Later. <laughs> Johnny M here. I always like the way he starts this off. Johnny M. Brad Frank, Johnny M. He, uh, <laughs> he, Johnny's probably the, the biggest fan of that Hulk movie, I think, that I've heard. I think he likes it even more than you do, and you like it a lot. Yeah. But I think, um, I think Johnny, it's safe to say that... that uh, they did deliver with the Dark Knight. Oh my gosh! Yeah, we'll get into that in a bit. But yeah, they um, you know, um, how many? Vo- play another voicemail. What else we got? Okay. Um, here's another one from the same day, June the fourteenth. Crank this volume back up here a little bit. Hey guys, it's uh, Ken Logan McLeod on the forums. Just wanted to call and say how you doing. I wanted to wish Brad a happy birthday. A little bit late, but happy birthday nonetheless. Um, I just got back uh, from seeing Hulk with Daytona. We had a really good time. Really liked the movie, and I'm looking forward to hearing uh, your thoughts on it. Uh, I think that's going to be about it. And uh, have a great day, and keep wasting some half hours. Later. Oh, yeah. Did you notice anything about those voicemails? Uh, They were were both positive uh, Hulk-related. Well, yeah, but I wasn't talking about that. They both wished me happy birthday. Oh, yeah. Happy birthday, Brad. Well, you know, it's uh, over a month later, but I like to hear it still. (laughs) And we got to, uh, yeah, it was actually, it took me probably about two weeks to see you after your birthday. It's okay. You gave me the uh, Will Ferrell semi-pro DVD. Much appreciated. And you gave me an ATM card. Yes, I did. Have Have you enjoyed your ATM card? It's empty. It's gone. ATM being a uh, uh, what? What's it stand for, Brad? Anytime meal from Taco Bueno, Brad's favorite. Taco Bueno is a local. Uh, it's much, much better than Taco Bell, in my opinion. 
Um, it's in the south. If you guys don't have it where you are, I'm very feel very very sorry for you. But um, their gift card is called an ATM card, and it says anytime meal. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. Well, I'm glad I'm glad you liked it, and I know you're a big fan of that semi pro. I never got around to seeing it. I just so didn't. Good. Yeah, it's just it's just I I love Will Ferrell, but for some reason the previews just didn't, well, didn't speak to me on it. I'll I'll let you borrow the DVD. Okay, yeah, that that'd be fun. DVD. Oh, by the way, Brad, I got to tell you what. On an unrelated topic, I just got GPS. I got a TomTom GPS. You did? Get this. I was at Toys R Us buying a uh with I went to the Babies R Us inside Wetzelot? the Toys R Us. Did you buy a Sally Wetz a lot? Uh, yes, I did, and boy, does it! Um, no, um, I went to go get a, a, a get something for a baby shower. I was going to, just like that, and uh, I got the gift, and I was walking out, and lo and behold, they're selling GPS units in there, and this thing was like a hundred and thirty bucks, and it was regular three hundred. Wow, at Toys R Us. Yes, and it's a real GPS. It's an Did actual it have a Batman it's, symbol on it or something. It didn't have the Batman symbol. It doesn't take. I mean, it's a real. Uh, I got a GPS. I think it's either one LX or LX one, but it has the big widescreen. And uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I was really excited. I mean, what a find! My new you Sprint know? phone has GPS on it, and I love it. So oh yeah, have gonna... you? Can you use it yet? Uh, no, on the twenty sixth, I can actually switch it over to my phone number. Okay, you've been carrying that phone, but you can't carrying, use it. I've been carrying two phones for a month because in order to get the discount, I had to wait a month before I switched the new phone back to my current phone number instead of keep I have to keep the new phone number on it for a month. And so when that month is up, I can put my phone number on the new phone and the new phone number on my old phone to give the old phone That's to so my daughter. Funny. So I'm carrying That's two so phones funny. around. I feel really dumb, but whatever. Mm. Hey, do you have GPS any more voicemails? Awesome. Yeah, I got a, I got a couple. Um, Donnie Salvo. Donnie. Yeah, here's Donnie. Hey guys, what's going on, Donnie Salvo here? <laughs> How many times is this idiot gonna call in a week? So I've been asking myself the same question. But I wanted to make a comment about uh, when you had Sean from PKD Media, and uh, I just want to say, man. In all seriousness, real nice guy. Uh, we've chatted back and forth on the forums and uh, the MySpace. He's the nicest guy I've never met. And see, honestly, the guy truth. So go out there and buy his stuff. Go. Go to IndiePlanet.com and order. Mercury in the Murd. <laughs> and XO... The XO book. Yeah, it's a long title, Sean. <laughs> All right, guys. Hey, join Sorry, him. Thank you. Salvo. I can't do it. The guy's too good. He's got the voice of an angel. All right. I'm out of here. Bye, guys. All right, he kind of wandered, he kinda wandered yeah, off he towards did. the end a little bit there. Hang on. Let's, let's go right into this next one. Okay, and thank you, Logan, for hey, the email. Hey, Frank, voice. this is Sean, uh, a.k.a. Optimus Black 2007 on the comic forum boards. Just wanted to say thank you for having me on the show. 
a while back. Man, it was so cool to be on the show and uh, talk to you guys about Mercury and the Murd and XO1 and, uh, you know, your guys' upcoming appearance uh, in the uh, PKD Universe Handbook as well as in uh, Issue 5 of Mercury and the Murd. I'll, you know, hope you guys had a good time. I sure did. And can't wait to meet you guys at the Super Show. I will talk to you soon. Peace and good time. Peace, brother. Yes, thank you, uh, Ken and Johnny, for those birthday greetings. And Donnie, you're all right. He is a super nice guy, Sean. And, uh, Sean, we thank you for being on our show and putting us in your book. Man, the, yeah. picture, the picture that he sent us, and you, you guys can see on the web now on the... Uh, on our uh, message board, on our forum. Oh, was, was it finally released? Yeah, you can see it in the, in okay, the cool. thread he posted, um, the two of us. And uh, I think underneath the picture of of, uh, of us, I think one of the posts I, I um, left was it like a, a, a Will Ferrell quote where I was like, Mmm, I look good. <laughs> I mean, really good. Hey, everyone. <laughs> Come and see how good I look. <laughs> but it's very. I was cool. I was uh, so excited and surprised when when we saw that sketch. It was um, golly. Yeah. Touch. Oh, and Brad. Um, according to my uh, right, yeah, according to my heroes corner uh, order, uh, mine's shipped. Did it really? Yeah. I haven't ordered uh, it. I'm waiting to buy it at the Super Duper Show. That's um that's Wayne Cordova and uh, Harold Jennett. I'm gonna call Harold Jeanette Jen Harold out and say you know, he was um he commented on the uh the picture of us, said mm-hmm. it looked good, but hey Sean, you know, we used him first, you stole that idea from us. <laughs> well, I think that's a little incorrect, Harold. You've used Frank first. But you haven't used me, oh. I haven't seen any evidence of that. But I'm not, you know, I'm good for Frank. That's all I could say. But I'm, you know, uh, you know I'm, I'm, I'm just very handsome. I'm extremely handsome. I tell you what, that Detective Frank with the trench coat and the moms is pretty awesome. <laughs> Detective um, Frank. And I can't, and I cannot wait to, uh, to, to see the rest of moms either. We've seen a little bit. In fact, we gotta get those guys in the show and talk to them. Yeah, we do. I'm dying to see it. Wait. Yeah. I got one more voicemail that'll lead us into a discussion. Okay? Okay. Here we go. Okay. Ren Frank, this is the Batman. I talk like this all the time, <laughs> so nobody knows it's me. And to intimidate people, I'm going to the store to get milk. <laughs> I wanted to give you guys a call and see if you needed anything. Talk to you later. <laughs> all right, so... <laughs> that was pretty awesome. Uh, God, we're good. God, we're, I'm looking at the picture right now. Gosh, we're good looking. <laughs> I haven't been on the forum in a couple of days, Brad. You've been busy with kids. Yeah, I, we'll get into that later. Yeah. We have Camp Hollywood at work, and that's a whole bunch of kids running around. But so we'll, we'll we're going to do another we're going to do an episode on the Dark Knight later, probably with my friend Todd, who yeah. was my boss until recently. He got laid off, so now I'm all alone. This new job. I'm sorry to hear yeah. that, Brett. I know you were kind of taken back by that. I was. Um, anyway, that's another story, another sob story. But um, we'll do a, we'll do an in depth discussion later with Todd, biggest Batman fan on the planet, as far as I know. Um, but I loved The Dark Knight. Thought it was awesome. I just saw it again tonight for the second time, and uh, 
God, I think I liked it more the second time, dude. It was just so yeah. good. Now, Brad, we spoke briefly today. It's it's kind of funny. I called up Brad, I don't know, around 10 this morning. Yeah. And I said, um, weren't we supposed to do an episode right. <laughs> yesterday? Because I had completely forgotten about recording. But Brad said, yeah, we'll do it tonight. And so we started talking about Batman a little bit. And I kept hesitating. I kept telling Brad, there's something... I can't put my finger on it. I can't... I don't know what it is, but I'm not... I want to say I love it, but there's something holding me back. And I've really been thinking about this since we spoke about that, Brad. And I finally know what it is. What is it? I am looking for a flaw in a movie that has virtually no flaws. That's That movie That's a pretty is bold statement. so good. And, uh, yeah. Well, okay, it is a bold statement, but I think I was looking for something to just kind of kind of say, well, this is why it's not right, perfect. Right. And and no movie is perfect by any means. But oh my gosh. I, I don't have any major complaints. I have a couple of nitpicks if I had to find something. Mm-hmm. But having only a couple of nitpicks about a movie in my opinion speaks you know volumes about that movie. Yeah. And um I worked diligently today at my job and made sure I got all my stuff done so I could leave work early to go see that movie again before I had to come home and Skype you. Now, um, let's, let's just talk a little bit, like just a little bit about favorite scenes. I have one scene that just made me laugh so much. I'll talk about mine first. You can think about yours, but it's the scene where the Joker is in the interrogation room and there's that big cop, standing guard and the jokers asking him so how many how many of your colleagues have i killed yeah and 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 the cop says six and and the joker he mouths that that small yeah, he, he mouths goes, it to himself and he goes really six Ooh. Six. yeah like ooh, sorry about that <laughs> six really ow oh yeah. my gosh made me laugh like, I mean, of course there's a lot of great scenes in that but that that was just like yeah so funny to me Heath Ledger's performance, I'm thinking about it right now, I'm getting goosebumps. You know, I, you hear a lot of talk about it being Oscar-worthy and stuff. I, right. I think a lot of that came out of the fact that, oh, he's dead now. Right. But um, regardless of whether or not it is Oscar-worthy, it was a phenomenal performance. And, yes. And uh, I, I, I can't imagine picturing the joker any other way than, Golly, it was than just, the way he did it now yeah and there's so many lo- just wonderful elements of that movie the fact that um you know joker always has henchmen and his henchmen are always these people who are you know they just hang on along with the joker because he brings them this money but because he brings them money they're gonna they're gonna make a a lot of money hanging out with the joker and they put up with the shenanigans but this Joker, he just he brings out the crazies. Yep. And that's why he has henchmen. It's just because they see him as some type of figure that they need to worship, and that makes it even more creepy. You know, it's funny Man. how some people have disposable income. They have a good job, uh-huh. good financial. He had disposable henchmen. <laughs> yes, he did. Brad, what did you think about Two Face? I thought that was some of the best. CG slash makeup work I've ever seen. Uh, I mean, it looked. I was looking for something to say. Oh yeah, that's CG. 
it looked so real to me. You know, I cannot wait to get the the DVD so we can see how that was done. Oh my gosh, it looked so real to me. It was some of the best CG work I've ever seen. And he looked just like Jonah Hex. You know, that that was a oh, yeah, great callback the, to with just the the, uh, the big wide eye and the tendons coming across the mm-hmm. the teeth and uh, so good. And when he took a drink, you could see it pour out of the side of his mouth. <laughs> Man. Um, you know, things I thought were weak were, were the uh, the actress that played Rachel. You know, I didn't mind Katie Holmes at all in the first one. Didn't mind because yeah. I didn't, you know, she was a new character. She, I wasn't going in expecting her to be like Lois Lane or Vicki Vale or Barbara Gordon. Mm-hmm. This was a brand new character. So as far as I knew, Katie Holmes did Rachel Dawes the way Rachel Dawes was. Mm. And, um, you know, I'm not a... I think it's safe to say now that I'm not a Maggie Gyllenhaal fan. Yeah. I'll leave it at that. Well, you know, she, uh, I mean, she, she's a very pretty woman, but I think the the Joker is someone refers to her as being beautiful. And I wouldn't go that far, but, you know, she's very pretty. You look nervous. <laughs> and yeah. just, um, you know, she really just didn't have a lot to do in this movie. No. Uh, it, you know, she. I think she was just playing more the damsel in distress. Well, you know, Rachel Dawes didn't have a whole lot to do in the first one either. Right. You know, she was just there as a plot device. Right. And, you know, she was a, well, she was a major, even though she didn't have much to do, she was a major plot device for Batman. Yeah. For, for Bruce Wayne. Yep. And yeah, you, you know we we don't want to we don't want to get way too much in in no, this. We don't want to save a lot. I just want to save a lot of it. Kane is the man. <laughs> you love him. Ah, oh, he's so good. Mm. Will you be wanting a bat, Paul Dinser? <laughs> in the middle of the day, Alfred. The Lamborghini. Then mm-hmm. he's just so good. The Lamborghini. Much more. Um, so. Yeah, he's in everything. He's in fact, he's probably going to be on our podcast in the near future. Yeah, I'm sure be. for some Let's, reason he'll just show up. Let me, I'm going to say I'm going to throw out some names. Okay. Okay. Rutger Hauer. Christian mm-hmm. Bale. Um. Um. Morgan Freeman. Um. What's his name? Liam Neeson. Gary Oldman. Heath Ledger. Aaron Eckhart. Uh, these are huge names, and they've all been in Maggie Gyllenhaal, I guess. I mean, these two Batman movies have had extraordinary casts. Yeah. I mean, like, across the board. Like, these are, like, big-name people. And where I'm going with this is the fact that when I'm watching this movie, I wasn't thinking, oh, there's Michael Caine. I was thinking, oh, there's Alfred. Oh, there's Lucius Fox. You know, when I see Morgan Freeman in a movie, like in Wanted, I'm going, oh, there's Morgan Freeman, that sweet old man. In these movies, because they seemed so real to me, I never once thought, oh, there's the guy, you know, Batman Begins, oh, there's the guy from Blade Runner, you know? Oh, yeah, like you were saying, oh, look, there's Blade Runner. And, um, <laughs> oh, look, there's Driving Miss Daisy. I never, you know, I never thought that. And, I, you know, that's, that's you know, you forget what a good director can can bring out in in a movie. I mean, this is what Christopher Nolan, right? That's what he. This is what he brings out in his actors. Right. I mean, compare that to the performances in in the first three Star Wars movies. Yeah, you know, night and day, and that's just because 
of what the director gives gives an actor to do. I mean, and and all those actors that were in the Star Wars movie, they were good actors. Yep. They just weren't given good direction. Right. So you can just see how important that is to 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 an actor. I mean, that that's what a good director brings to to a movie. Um. And to kind of leave Dark Knight alone now, because like you said, we don't want to talk too much about it. Mm-hmm. But to to go tangentially from that to talk about mm-hmm. Christian Bale again. Did you see the same trailer I saw? For Watchmen? No. For the new Terminator movie that he's in. Oh, yes. He's that caught Connor. me completely by surprise, Brad. I thought that was so cool. And you know, I, I didn't even know that that was, that that was coming. Yeah, I'd, I'd read either the, that day or the day before that there was going to be a new Terminator trailer attached to The Dark Knight. Or no, I didn't see who the director attached. was. Who's the director of, the new, of this Terminator I movie? I don't know. Okay. But um, he plays John Connor in the future, grown up, uh, in the future that his mom, you know, told him all about. Yeah. But what's interesting is that you hear Christian Bale in the in the um, trailer say, this is not the future my mother told me about. So things have changed. And uh, I, for one, am looking forward to, to that movie. I think that'll be fun. In fact, I'm just kind of trying, there it is, Terminator Salvation. You're looking on IMDb? Yeah. Mm, director, director, director. Uh, let's see. I can tell you the writers. Oh, oh, McG? Oh, is he directing it? I knew that, That's... and I had forgotten. Yeah. McG also did um, um, the Charlie Angels movies, which I love. Yeah. Those I, are... I think they're so much fun. They're but, fun. But they're so campy and silly I wonder, well, I guess we'll see. I never really... Oh, it looks like he's done some episodes of the OC, too. And this is... <laughs> and this is supposed to be um, the first of a trilogy of Terminator movies. Oh, wow. Yeah, so... And all about so they're bringing the, back that franchise, okay. Yeah, all about the future and Skynet. And, from what I read recently, um, Arnold's character, the first Terminator, uh-huh. the T-800, is... The one that he sends back uh, to the past in the, in the first movie, we mm-hmm. get to see that actual character. Obviously, it's not Arnold playing him, but it's another muscle-bound uh, weightlifter guy. Oh! So we actually, I believe, if I read this article right, we get to see that character, that first Terminator that he sent back. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm... I'm uh, I'm getting my story mixed up now because he didn't actually send the first Terminator back. The first Terminator was sent back to uh, kill him. To kill him. So this is this the is, second Terminator. This is the second Terminator that he sent back. If I'm re- if I read the article right, he uh, the the character we see in this new movie is the Terminator from the second movie that Arnold portrayed. Okay, but obviously portrayed by a different actor. Well, I I hope that that um, that the Mick G director can. I mean, I I love those those Charlie Angel movies, but I mean that's a whole different camp level, fun level, and this is supposed to be action packed. So, I guess we'll see. Guess we'll see. Yeah, who knows? Well, Brad, something kind of exciting came out this week that was all the buzz on the internet, and that was something called Doctor Horrible. Doctor Horrible's sing along blog. 
Yeah. Written by Joss Whedon during the writer's strike. Uh, actually, I think he wrote co-wrote it with a brother or two. Uh, I can't remember their names now. They start with the J's. All three of them. The Whedons. <laughs> the Whedon brothers, and it's, yeah, it's basically it's basically a musical, and it's not available online anymore. Free on the website, you can get it on iTunes now. Mm-hmm. But as it was coming out, you could see it on the drhorrible.com website. Which I saw all three over the weekend. So much fun. It is. It's awesome. It's it's a, a musical, but it's a superhero and a supervillain. The mm-hmm. supervillain is um, Little Jimmy oh, Hauser. Uh, Jed Weeson? Yeah, Jed and, and was it John? There's Josh a, Wheaton? I'm looking up the names right now. Is it John? I mean, uh, is there a Josh? J-O-S-H? I know there's J-O-S-S, which is the guy we know and love. Mm. But yeah, Jed um, is the musician. It just says Jed and Josh. Okay. Um, but anyway, sorry, sorry to interrupt no, you. What's Doogie Howser actor's name? Um, um, Neil Patrick Harris. Yes, Neil Patrick Harris is fantastic as Dr. Horrible. <laughs> just so so funny. And his comedy, his comedic timing is, is top notch, in my opinion. There Brian, was, have you ever seen How I Met Your Mother? No, I haven't. He 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 plays um, you know a real smooth character in that show too, and his timing is so good is too. I've heard yeah. lots of good about it, but I haven't actually mm-hmm. seen it. Um, the hero in this thing is Captain Hammer, <laughs> and he is played by Nathan Fillion, who was on the Firefly TV show. Mm-hmm. Mal, Captain Mal. What's Mal's last name? And uh, oh, I don't know, but he, you know what? He doesn't get enough. That actor, I don't think, gets enough good, good no, parts. He, he is so totally underrated. He's such a great actor. Well, you know who he reminds me a little bit of? Jason Bateman. Yeah, and I can, a and bit. I can, I can see why maybe he doesn't get parts. It's just he, he's almost just a little too much like a Jason Bateman. Well, he, he's also got really good comedic timing. And if you've ever seen mm-hmm. Firefly, there was a lot of comedy in that, and he, he mm-hmm. was. He was uh, really funny in that, and um, this 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 uh, musical is um, is really funny. And you know, you can get it on iTunes. You can get all three acts. They're about fifteen to twenty minutes a piece, um, but you can get all three acts in one purchase for three dollars and ninety nine cents off iTunes. And I had a iTunes credit from a gift card, and so I bought it and um, got it on my iPod. It's just a lot of fun. And uh, there's supposed to be a DVD coming out soon. Is there really? Yeah, and it's supposed to have a lot of extras on Uh, it. I'm totally going to get it because it's really fun. And uh, guys, it's 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 not the great thing about it is it's not a huge production. No, it's not uh, at all. Hey, listen, listen. I'm getting a phone call. (laughs) Can you hear that? Yes, I do. Hey, I'm going to get this real quick. Okay. Um. But while Brad's getting that, it's a very small production. Uh, production values are pretty, you know, modest. But it's the music that makes this uh, that makes this podcast, or not this podcast, um, this this TV show on the net. I'm not even sure what to call it. Um, just so unique and so fun, and the fact that there's a quality person putting out uh, Josh Wheaton, who you know has a great track record. Um, just makes it that that much better. My understanding is he produced this for um, for just for in in the in the six figure range, very low six figure range. You mean that was, and it the was written for this? Yeah. Oh, what? And it, and it was written the writer strike. And I'm wondering what the purpose of it was. Was it just 
he just had to get it out. He felt creative and decided to do it just to bide the time. I, th- I think that's what happened. Yeah, Brad. And they had to circumvent. He had to circumvent the whole um, um, thing of not writing for television. Yeah. Because, you know, that was one of the rules. They couldn't write. They couldn't think about anything that would go on TV. So they decided to put it that, that this was going to be a, a webisode or a sing-along blog is what it's called. But uh, it's yeah, so unique the, the, and so different. The concept was that Dr. Horrible had his own video blog. And yeah. and he was talking to people on the internet, you know, and what you saw was a parts of it anyway was what you saw was his actual him looking into the camera and talking. Um, looking it up on uh, on Internet Movie Database because there it is. I wanted to mention the actress who's in it, Felicia Day. Yeah. Oh, real and, cutie. Yeah. I like um, Dr. Horrible's evil moisture buddy. His sidekick <laughs> it's just his evil buddy named Moist. Moist. And he, he goes, you know, all he can do is make things soggy. <laughs> and there's this one line where he goes, do you need anything moistened or made soggy? <laughs> just really, really funny. And that character, Moist, is also on How I Met Your... Oh, no, he's on The Big Bang Theory. Mm. He's one of the characters on that in that show, and that's on CBS. Is that the one uh, that has a lot of comic book references? Yes. The Big Bang. You know what? My girlfriend was telling me she saw an episode of that on a plane on a business trip. Mm-hmm. She said, "Brad, I don't know why we haven't been watching this show because it is very funny and it's right up your alley." Oh, Brad, I think I think you'd love it. One of the characters has a has a whole series of the uh, showcase yeah. issues uh, on his dresser. You know, un- unless you're a oh, geek, you awesome. wouldn't know that that's that that's the Showcase Presents series. Hey, by the way, that other Whedon brother's name is Zach. Zach. Yeah. Okay. Did I miss it? Because it's not here on the credits. Jed, Joss, and Zach all share writing credits. On. Uh, How did I miss that? Uh, oh well. Sorry, Zach. It's um, it's pretty awesome. Uh, it, it's very fun. Very. Different. Didn't know what to expect. Obviously, I got a mm-hmm. somebody pinged me on Yahoo and said you got to watch this. So I watched it and I'm like, wow, that's just very creative and it was fun. You know, superheroes, villains. Yeah, I mean, it's worth your three ninety nine. And oh, just absolutely. you know, and and if you're um, if you're opposed to musicals, like ah, musicals are stupid. Um, give it a shot, guys. At least watch that first episode. If you're not hooked, you're not going to like the rest of it, of course. But uh, yeah, I can nice. highly recommend it. I do too. It's just. It was fun and different, and you know, Brad, watching this just it makes me it makes me wonder where where television is kind of headed, especially concerning the web. Well, you know what, um, Todd, my movie friend, ex boss, Batman fan, says that he's pretty sure he can foresee a future where we don't rent DVDs, or we don't go to Best Buy and purchase DVDs anymore. We just download the movie to our computer on the internet. Mm-hmm. And, I can see that too. And just burn a, burn our own disc and put it in our DVD player if we want to watch it on our big screen. Well, the um, I mean, the the great thing for at, at least you know movie companies, you know, distribution is always a problem. I mean, sure, producing a DVD is cheap, but I mean, if you don't even have to produce a DVD and you just send it out as as data over the web, oh my gosh, you know that that's that's more profit in your pocket, just sure like is. iTunes. You know, it's uh-huh. just like. But you don't have to produce a CD anymore with the jewel case, shipping it from here to there, 
getting it into retailers' hands. It just becomes inventory that just sits there, as opposed to just it sits on a computer. When you want it, you get it. Boom. Yep. You know, uh, it, yeah, I can totally see us going that way. I'm kind of sad about that, though, because I enjoy buying a CD with the, for the liner <laughs> notes. I enjoy buying a DVD with the case. It looks cool on my shelf, you know? Well, you know, we and we talk about this about uh, comic books sometimes, which, by the way, we were on Comic Timing. We, we failed to mention it. We were on oh, Comic gosh, Timing. I feel really bad about not even... Of course, we haven't recorded an episode since we've actually <laughs> done that, uh, so yeah. we should have mentioned it at the top of our show, and I'm extremely... Uh, sorry, we didn't. But uh, uh, while we were on that episode, we got to talk about. Um, we were talking about our the topic of the day was distribution of of comic books and where we kind of saw the future. And and you know, I, I really think once we get the hardware right, you know, we're going to be. You know, books are going to be be. You know, not just not just comic books, but magazines and stuff like that are just going to be in this digital form, in like the Amazon Kindle, you know, uh, product. But but you know what? The more I think about it, I mean, we do love to have our things. We do love to to, to hold on to them to have physical things. I mean, you know, may, maybe books will still be around, but they'll just be more specialty items. I don't know. Who knows? I I kind of I kind of wish um that uh things won't head that way because like I said I like mm-hmm. I like my um I like my liner notes you know mm-hmm. anyway comic timing is hosted by Ian and Brent <laughs> and um and we have a funny story about that don't we <laughs> about Brent at least yeah I'm trying to find the episode number that um has that episode been released yet um, Brad, I'm, I'm afraid I haven't heard from Ian, so I'm afraid I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I don't think it's been released actually. Well, while, while you while you uh, while you try to look that up, you know, we we got that uh, voicemail from Logan McLeod. He does the Too Old to Grow Up yeah, podcast. I forgot to mention that too. We're just like dropping the ball. Mm. Well, I, we've had very we've had very hectic weeks the last two weeks. I've had uh, a building full of kids. Yeah, that have just. Um, you know, it's this Camp Hollywood, and it's all these people trying to teach these kids about, about you know, how the TV and, and movie industry works. And it's a lot of fun, but it's a lot of work. And I've just been coming home just exhausted, going to sleep. And Brad, your workload simply doubled. It sure did. Once um, Todd was laid off, I had to do everything mm-hmm. myself. But uh, um, t- To be fair, there's a, another guy who had just started um, learning how to do some simple edits, and he's been he's been doing... A couple of those, but I'd say ninety-five percent of the time I've been doing it all myself. I got a compliment today. Hey, you've been doing a good job. You know, thanks for keeping up and blah blah blah. Whatever. It's you know, I'm sorry to be down. I'm just really depressed that <laughs> that uh, you know, Todd's not there anymore because that was part of the fun of that job. Anyway, I don't want to be Mister Depresso. Mr. Depresso? Hey, I just invented a <laughs> I just invented a new supervillain. Okay, Depresso. I am Mr. Depresso. I I don't think that episode of Comic Timing has been released yet. Cuz I'm looking through their board and I don't uh see threads for other recent episodes, but um none of them mention us, so. Okay. Well, you know, there there's a real community of podcasts out there. There there's Comic Timing. Um, there's Dude, you tool better, to you grow better, up. You better stop right now because if you try to name them all, you're going to be here. I know. Night. 
We're closing uh, on 45 minutes. <laughs> um, but, you know, there's, there's just so many good good shows out there. And, and you know, just right now, it's it's such a community of podcasters. You know, everyone's everyone kind of, I don't know, I guess everyone's just doing it for the love of it. No one's making money off it. So there's no real competing factor. You know, it's just we're all sharing the love. Yeah, if you go to the, the comicforums.com. Yeah, just look at all the shows on there. The main Jeez. page, there's just tons of, of uh, forums for tons of podcasts, and I'm sure there's plenty of podcasts out there that don't have a forum yet on at least the comicforums.com. So just because it's not there on that page doesn't mean it's not out there. Yeah. Well, but we've we've just gone over about 30 minutes, so I guess we should wrap up. Yeah, and um, <laughs> hopefully we'll, you know, we'll uh, not fly by the seat of our pants next couple episodes <laughs> and guys you're gonna have to forgive us just a little bit just because i mean you know we're, we're if you guys don't it. like it you don't have to listen that's all i have to say take it or brad, leave it. we need brad we need, <laughs> there's your you haven't used that you haven't used that chestnut in a while I take know, it or leave it i tried to work it in and i found a i found a hole so i was like i'm gonna do it i'm gonna i'm gonna risk offending people or upsetting people just so i can use my new catchphrase take it or leave it <laughs> Anyway, uh, Johnny M and Big Jim, thank you so much. Yes, thanks, guys. Again, um, thank also, you to, thank you to those who take the time to write us emails and voicemails. I want to make a request: if anybody's listening and you've never written an email or sent a voicemail in to us uh, to let us know you're listening, please do, because I'm yeah. sure there's a handful of people out there that we've not heard from either on the the message board or a voicemail or email. Just please send us a note. And all I have to do is say, hey, I'm listening. You guys suck. If You know, whatever. <laughs> whatever. I just want to know that, you know, it's it's feedback that that makes me decide, yeah, I can do another show. Yeah, you know, it, it is it is feedback that kind of, that really gets us, um, just keeps us going. Are we begging now? Maybe. Whatever. A little bit. I'm not opposed to begging. Speaking of voicemails. Oh, I get half my dates. Yeah. Would you please go out with me? Speaking of voicemails, um, you can call 641-715-3900, extension 775-0064-POUND. I know I usually draw- do that right before we thank Limp Biscuit, but I just thought I'd get it out of the way. Okay. And, uh, of course, we have our emails. Uh, the If you want to email the whole show, it's halfhourwasted at gmail.com. Or if you want to talk to me or Brad or even Bill the Voice, uh, it's just either Bill, Frank, or Brad at halfhourwasted.com. And with that, Brad, it was great Skyping with you. Yeah, I hope we never have to do it again. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) Okay, guys, we'll see you next time on A Half Hour Wasted. Thank you, Limp Biscuit.